What's going on, guys? Fancy Stock Exchange here, coming at you with a half PPR mock draft. Tell te- 12 team we're doing this time. Sorry for that. Uh, two flexes, six bench. I mean, you guys can basically see the settings on the screen. Me and Corey are going to be attacking the two and four spots, respectively. But before we do that, Corey, how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. Uh, yeah, Fantasy Pros, Draft Wizards, the the format that we're using here. Uh, shout out Fantasy Pros and Bobby Sylvester. Oh, Rip. man. Yeah, if you guys didn't hear about uh, the Bobby news by now, just uh, check mine and Corey's Twitter because uh, you guys you guys will see some of that stuff. But uh, just uh, if you're learning how to talk to a girl, don't do that because, no, that's not acceptable. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> let's not get into Bobby's creepy predator tendencies. And let's focus on this mock draft. Before we do that, let's hit the intro. So that didn't really make much of a difference because you guys can still see the timer counting down in the corner. But I will give you guys the draft board view before we do anything. And I'm expecting McCaffrey to go number one here. Pretty standard. Uh, I'm going to go with Saquon Barkley. I know uh, I have Zeke currently ranked higher in half PPR. I mean, they're, they're a coin flip. I get Zeke in a lot of leagues. I get Zeke in a ton of mock drafts. So I'll, I'll spice it up. I'll get Saquon this time. And uh, Corey's probably going to be looking at one of his favorite players here. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, Alvin Kamara to me. It's a toss-up between him and Zeke. We've done an ADP battles on it, but obviously with the fourth pick, you don't have to make that decision because it usually goes pretty chalky with uh, CMC, Saquon, and either Zeke or Kamara at three. So with the fourth pick, you're pretty much just picking whoever's left of those like top four elite guys. For sure, for sure. Uh, so after you win Kamara, we saw the, the big guys go off the board, Michael Thomas, Derek Kennedy. Leonard Fournette? That is... Jeez. Oh man, that team Fournette and Kelsey. What the? Whatever, <laughs> dude. Are we? Are you? Am I about to get Drake? You're about to get Eckler. Oh man, no. I mean, I never get Drake, so I'm gonna pick Drake. Please. I never get Drake in mock drafts. We always pick Eckler in literally every mock draft we do. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna take him again because yeah, is I, I don't wrong. blame you, <laughs> dude. I am feeling nice. And you know what? I mean, we were kind of mentioning it off uh, camera, but you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to get Lamar Jackson on this team. I'm going to have Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, and Lamar Jackson, and let's, let's go win some chips. Yeah, Danny obviously didn't listen to the video we did that he was in where I talked about don't pick quarterbacks early. Hey, I, I wanted what? to mix it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll just shrug that off. Now I'm going to go with the best value on the board, a guy who has top – three upside at the position and that's Todd Gurley just kidding I'm gonna go with Robinson. <laughs> that was my other consideration there so uh yeah now we're receiving basically every receiver go off the board you yeah. know what hey if this if, if this quarterback early turns bad then we could just point to you how we've told you not to do that all offseason but yeah and I cannot believe that Melvin Gordon is on the board right now God. so I'm picking Melvin Gordon um, we've talked about Melvin Gordon on numerous occasions. The fact that he is basically, when you look at a running back in fantasy, you look for the, the pass catching work, the goal line work, and the bulk of the carries. Melvin Gordon fits the bill on all of those things. Yeah. I mean, that, that was going to be my pick if he fell. But uh, you guys know, if you know me by now, who's going to be my pick? I basically am hovering right over it right now, and that's going to be Terry McLaurin. 
Watch well, everyone. I'm more than happy having him there. Uh, and let's roll. Let's see who's available. Le'Veon Bell goes. Any running backs I want to take here? Um, a couple can make it back to me. Uh, like my main consideration here would be DeAndre Swift. Let's see the receivers again. Lockett, Allen. A couple good options there. It's half PPR, so I'm actually going to lock up my running back because I feel like uh, I can get another receiver later on. So I'm going to get DeAndre Swift. I mean, 502 on paper may be a lot, uh, a lot early for some people, but I think he's more than, more than fine at that value. I think, to be honest, that I'm, I'm probably higher than him than everybody in the industry. He's my RB17 in redraft. So my RB17 in redraft ahead of guys like Le'Veon, Chris Carson, all of them, like, I'm, I'm fine taking him there. Yeah, speaking of guys with crazy upside, there's the biggest freak of nature in all of football, and that's DK Metcalf, and he's going to be my wide receiver too. Um, I posted a thread on Twitter talking about rookie receivers who got um, at least 750 yards on 100 targets or less, and DK Metcalf was uh, fit that criteria. And basically what I found was that those guys were in line for a huge volume uptick in their second year. And uh, if DK Metcalf gets like 120, 130 targets from Russell Wilson this year, he's going to be a top 15 receiver. And you can put that in ink. Oh, for sure. I mean, he's easily a freak of nature. Getting a major wide receiver too there. I definitely like that value. Uh, interesting. Who are you looking at at the 609? Nice. I mean, Devin Singletary being on the board at this point is kind of interesting. I'm not going to lie. Because I'm not like the biggest Devin Singletary guy. But at this point in the draft, he is kind of intriguing. Um, I don't really like anyone on the board like they're all kind of average to me <laughs> to everyone on the board i'm gonna go with singletary just because i think it's good value i'm not necessarily in on singletary this year if that makes any sense like i think um him and zach moss are eventually gonna maybe shift to more of a 50 50 timeshare by the time the season's kind of said and done because i think they're both solid running backs that kind of do everything well but not like elite at anything for sure for sure now uh we saw kyler go off the board right after that and Corey, i'm gonna let you know in normal circumstances, I'm taking Rojo here, but spice it up. You know what? I'll let you get your guy if he falls to the well, I mean, you have two picks before me, so. Yeah, yeah. well, uh, that's what I mean. With, the, with both these picks, I'm thinking about going Marquise Brown and Michael Gallup. I'm not going to pick Rojo because I have four running backs, so you can pick him if you want. All right. Well, I, oh, yeah, I just took that in too. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go Marquise Brown, and then hopefully Michael Gallup makes it around. If not, I'll take Rojo. And Michael Gallup made it around. Perfect. Love my team. Yeah, getting Michael Gallup um, in the seventh round, wide receiver three—that's a steal. Yeah, wide receiver is getting real ugly real quick. I think the last of the like um, high upside, like solid players that you could feel comfortable plugging into your lineup are the two Texans receivers and Marvin Jones. Yep. So I'm gonna go with—I'm uh, actually gonna go with Will Fuller here. Um, I was more in on Fuller than Cooks earlier in the offseason. Now I've kind of gone back and forth. Apparently, Brandon Cooks doesn't think his concussions are a big deal, so he's obviously been hitting the head one too many times. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to, I think, I think Will Fuller, and I've mentioned this before, it just, it, to me, he just seems like the type of dude that would ball out in a contract year and get a huge contract and be a complete bust signing for like the Jets or whoever team he goes to. Yeah, no, I fully agree. And uh, we saw what an incredible value for team seven, getting a, a free agent running back in the seventh round. Who's that? Darius guys. Oh, geez. <laughs> Yeah, uh, on the clock right now. This is a guy I don't really have a lot of exposure to, but I I, I do like his out his um his outlook. So I, I'm actually going to pick him here, and that's Christian Kirk. I, um, I like that pick. 
He's not going to be – I don't think you're going to be able to start Christian Kirk week in and week out, though. I think he's going to be kind of a guy that you want to start when Hopkins has a bad matchup. But I do think he's going to be uh, locked and loaded if that offense takes a step forward to be like a wide receiver two, three flex play if, um, if Kyler Murray is able to take that step forward next year. Yeah, I definitely agree. I have uh, Christian Kirk as a top 35 receiver, so I think that's incredible value there getting him in the eighth round. I'm actually looking at my number six tight end overall being available right now. I'm going to go with Hayden Hurst. I really like the value on him there. Again, as I mentioned, they're saying it's a reach, but I mean, fantasy pros, do you really trust their opinion? I mean, look what happened with uh, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Getting into the second pick here. uh, A couple running backs are just kind of in a similar tier for me here, in my opinion. So I'll probably look at a receiver. Same thing here. Wow, okay, these guys. Jordan are- Howard is interesting at this point in the draft, in my opinion. Yeah. In the ninth round, if you're like uh, earlier in the offseason, me and you were on Sony Michelle basically for pure volume reasons. And I think Jordan Howard is basically the same thing, except I think he's actually better at football than Sony Michelle, at least what Sony Michelle has proven thus far in the NFL. So um, I, I would go Jordan Howard if you're looking for a running back first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like Jordan Howard was at the top of the list here. And so I'm probably going to go with him. It's just. Uh, I don't know. I mean, again, like, but he's kind of boring. I understand, but man, Matt Breida never is able to stay healthy. So if if happens Matt Breida, like Jordan Howard's going to be like a full fledged bell cow running back. Like I I don't think, I think people sleep on Jordan Howard a lot. I know he's not like, he can't catch the ball. So he's not like exciting, but ninth round, I I think he's still in line for like a 220 plus carry workload next year. He could definitely provide a similar role to what he did in Philadelphia last year. I mean, I would not be yeah, surprised. Yeah, and he was that. like a guy you could put in your flex spot last year, and and he's kind of a hope for a touchdown running back as it is. But like again, you got a good matchup through Jordan Howard in your flex spot. And I'll I'll be um, completely honest, com- considering I went with Lamar there over like some of those receivers, which I probably would just take one of the receivers. I really like how this team's turning out. Again, we're gonna check it after, like when we're looking at the grades and stuff. But man, like. I have the number two pick in my home league. If I ended up with a team like this, I would be stoked. <laughs> I went with uh, I went with Anthony Miller there on the board. Uh, I'm kind of just stacking receivers because I, I really didn't know where to go there. I didn't see any glaring value on the board. Yeah, that that would have been my pick had Jordan Howard not been on the board. So I do see some there. glaring value on the board right now, though, and I'm going to go with my number uh, eight ranked quarterback and who someone who I believe has 35 plus touchdowns very much his future this year the goat i like that pick that's solid there uh obviously i have a quarterback i just kind of want to see what the board is saying there okay so teams are going to start taking quarterbacks now uh don't mind preston will Jalen rager uh you know what at this point i actually do like uh i do like henry ruggs i do like henry ruggs so i'm gonna take him here i mean on paper, I mean, you probably would rather him have uh, rather have him as your wide receiver five. But I mean, as my wide receiver four with a team with a ton of running back depth, one quarterback early, tight end early. So oh man, I want to dig in there with the next pick. Shit, good value there for uh, that team as well. Uh, let's just see the running backs. You know what? I I've I've been increasingly higher on Boston Scott as the offseason has gone by because I mean as much as I love my uh Miles Sanders I mean why shouldn't I be high on Boston Scott because realistically like I don't expect Miles Sanders to get a full like bell cow type workload which I don't think he needs to to be a top ten running back for the record and I don't think he does either I think he can be Aaron Jones exactly this year 
I full, I fully agree. And Boston Scott showed last year he can contribute in the passing game. He did get goal line carries at the end of the year too. So ultimately, here if anything were to happen to Sanders or even not, I think he has standalone value. Getting him here in the eleventh round is good value on a guy like that. So thank I like God him. you didn't take Chase Edmonds. I considered him too. Oh, thank God I got him because I have Kenyon Drake, and I think uh, there's like two running backs that you absolutely need to handcuff and fan see this year it's Dalvin Cook and Kenyon Drake in yeah. my opinion if you have Dalvin Cook you need Alex Madison if you have Kenyon Drake you need Chase Edmonds because they're the two riskiest running backs in the early rounds in my opinion maybe Miles Sanders as well but I don't think anyone directly benefits if Miles Sanders goes down I think it's more of a committee approach as we've seen from That's Doug fair. Peterson I see Johnny Smith on the board right now and that's what I'm looking at yeah, I mean, we're punting the position and getting like, John Like, the fact that he's going, like, in the same neighborhood as Dallas Goddard and Noah Fan is disrespectful to me. Like, I, like, I fully I, agree. TJ Hawkinson going ahead of him is, is gross. Yeah, no, I fully agree. And uh, on, on the clock now, uh, I'm actually going to go with our boy, Rashad Perriman. Lock him up. Damn number it. one receiver. Number one receiver on the Jets. Not a great title but still oh one. antonio gibson i forgot about him i would have picked him had i known he was on the board yeah Shit. yeah i know if i knew he was on the board he definitely would have or i guess he went boston one pick scott. before i did well i mean i would have picked him over boston scott so like, i would have picked him over chase edmonds 100 percent. i would have yeah. picked him over uh probably when i picked christian kirk <laughs> or anthony miller like i think i think by the time drafts roll around i think antonio gibson's gonna be a seventh eighth round pick oh i agree and he should he should be going where Darius Geis was. Like I know Darius Geis was more like secured in the role that he had, but I mean the new coaching staff in in Washington is the one that drafted Antonio Gibson. They did not draft Darius Geis, and obviously Darius Geis is caught now. And they might have favored Antonio Gibson at some point during the season anyway. So now that the backfield is less crowded, it's just really Antonio Gibson and, and Adrian Peterson. So yeah. He's taking Adrian Peterson. I was going to take AP. He's not here. What? Whatever. I. Okay. <laughs> Sean McCoy. I was going to take Adrian Peterson there. So, whatever. <sighs> why? Why? Didn't he I'm going to take him if he's on the board. <laughs> I, I searched up Peterson. He's not like, showing up. Is he not on the board? Like, where would he have gone? I, I have no idea. But um, Adrian, uh, Adrian Peterson. It, it the situation in Washington kind of reminds me of what it was in New Orleans in Alvin Kamara's rookie year because Alvin Kamara yeah. had about the career touches that uh, Antonio Gibson not the career touches sorry the the touches in his um, his final year that Antonio Gibson did so it is kind of similar and it was actually like Alvin Kamara actually beat out Adrian Peterson that year too like that was the running back <laughs> that was in front of him uh, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Anthony McFarland Jr. on the board right now because I think I don't really like. I, I have no idea why he's not like I can't pick him, but is he like was he picked already? Maybe that's why. I don't think so. I don't see him. No. Okay, well Adrian Peterson disappeared into oblivion, so fantasy pros. I know you got other shit going on, but <laughs> once you're done with dealing with that, deal with this. Yeah, where the hell is Adrian Peterson? I'm so confused. Man. That would have been such a steal. Did he dude. go in like the fifth round and we just didn't notice? Did he? I don't know. Like that's what I feel like happened because like we have no idea where he is. Oh my god! No, I literally. Do- oh yeah, there he is. Where? Tenth round. He won the tenth. Um, oh. two picks before I picked Tom Brady. 
Okay, okay, yeah. I didn't even I'm on the clock right now. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. Jeez. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick probably another receiver just because I like the uh, value on the board right now. Uh, I'm going to go with Nikhil Harry because he has a chance to become the uh, number one outside receiver in the um, Patriots offense. Yeah, I like that value. And uh, if you guys know me by now, I'm going to lock up my boy, the Blake out. Gross. And I don't know why it's not letting me. Oh, okay, there. All right, dope. 93. Yeah, damn. Okay, that again. Bobby helped make the algorithm, so – yeah, I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, uh, we'll go quickly go over the rosters. Uh, kind of lagging a little bit right now, but we'll quickly go over the rosters. So, uh, on my team, I have Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley, Austin Eckler, Terry McLaurin, Marquise Brown, Hayden Hurst, DeAndre Swift, and Michael Gallup in the flex. Then on my bench, I have Jordan Howard, Henry Ruggs, Blake Jarwin, Boston Scott, Rashad Perriman, and LaShawn McCoy that got auto picked for me. Yeah, and on my team, I got uh, the goat at quarterback. I have two pretty studly running backs if yeah. Kenyon Drake works out and Alvin Kamara and Kenyon Drake. Um, Allen Robinson and DK Metcalf are my top two receivers. Jonu Smith is my tight end. At flex, I got Melvin Gordon and Devin Singletary. I, I think you got, I got two top 20 running backs in my flex. If we actually, maybe not top 20 for Singletary, but top 25 for sure. Yeah. Um, Will Fuller, Christian Kirk, Anthony Miller, Chase Edmonds, Nikhil Harry, and Anthony McFarlane Jr. are my bench. Got a lot of receivers on this team. Heck yeah. yeah. Well, uh, definitely like you know what? Like, I did not think I'd be getting Austin Eckler at, at the late second, and I didn't think you'd be getting Kenyon Drake at the late second. So, I mean, I like I like your team quite a lot, even though you yeah. went quarterback early. Yeah, like that's what I was just about to say. Like the fact that I was able to lock down those two running backs, like I'm more fine taking a guy like Lamar at that point because like you already have two running backs, you can stock up receivers later in the draft, feel confident. But man, if I didn't get Austin Eckler, like this team would look way different, like way different because realistically here that RB he probably would have went with like Chris Godwin or something. Right. In the second. Exactly. Round. Yeah. Chris Godwin, uh, George Kittle, Travis Kelsey, one of those guys, uh, they might've been honestly gone too, to be honest. Yeah. I probably would have went with George Kittle or Chris or Chris Godwin was even. Yeah. Great. Running back wise, you had no options aside from Austin Eckler. Yeah. Like if Eckler goes realistically, cause I noticed uh, Aaron Jones is usually the end of that tier. Yeah, once, yeah, he went once, early. Once, like, that end of that tier goes, and you're looking at, like, the Gurley's, the Condors, the Ingrams, do not, like, it, it, do not touch that. I can't if pick you, Chris Godwin. I can't not pick Chris Godwin or, like, uh, well, I guess Chris Godwin was gone, too. Mike, like, I would pick Mike Evans or Allen Robinson over those guys. But, yeah, you would have been – if Eckler was gone, you would have been in a really shitty situation because Godwin was also gone. So, you probably would have had to pick George Kittle. Yeah, and, like – it, it, you start Saquon, Kittle, Lamar. I mean, like, realistically, like, yes, you have a, a guy who can finish number one at each of those positions, but that just puts you so far behind the eight ball and developing or your receiving core, getting an RB2 and stuff that ultimately here, like, yes, it's nice looking that like that on the fucking team. You go yeah. to your roster. Oh, damn, I got three guys who can finish number one every single week. But, man, our, in fantasy, like, if you don't have a two at their position that's even capable, I mean, you're not going to succeed. So Yeah, you uh, need a complete team. As much as we 100%. think that these guys can carry us, and they probably could. If you get the same type of season out of Lamar that he put up last year, then, yes, he would probably carry you enough. Same goes for Kittle and, and McCaffrey if you get McCaffrey. Like, if you get, like, that kind of season again, they're probably capable of carrying your roster, but you can't count on that. Like, we exactly. see guys bust that are in the top three picks every year, and we see quarterbacks that are – the first quarterback off the board every year bust like it, it just happens so 
If you guys enjoyed the video, make sure you guys like, uh, hit the like button, comment on the video, anything fantasy related. We don't even care. If yeah. you just want to rip on us for whatever reason, just go ahead. It helps us SEO wise. So also subscribe to the, uh, to the channel. If you're new, hit the notification bell because we post videos pretty much every day. Um, make sure you check out the description in the description. You will see that we have a draft guide. It will be discounted starting on Monday. So it'll only be $3. It's like cheapest fucking draft guide you'll ever see. It's less than a there. fucking breakfast wrap. Like, what are you guys thinking if you don't get it? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> um, make sure you join the discord with the season approaching. There's a lot of guys in there that can give you dynasty advice, redraft advice, whatever you're looking for. And, um, if you're looking to uh, do mock drafts, play some best ball, uh, go over to drafters, use promo code FSE when you sign up to get a 50% match back. 100% boys. And uh, heck, Bush said comment on the video. Even if you want to just comment about how dumb Bobby is, if you heard about <laughs> that, go ahead. Because, you know, we'll definitely be ripping on that tool. But anyways. Yeah. We've been ripping on him for months before that happened. We oh, thought man. he should have been fired based on merit. So <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the worst thing about the situation, he's going to be fired based on his comments when he should have been fired long ago for his fucking advice. Yeah. He's, anyways, <laughs> let's get out of this video. We'll see you guys next time. Peace.